there is a common misconception in the construction of fiction writing that you begin with your plot. I think that's a misconception that we all kind of start with. I certainly did when I started writing was this idea that I needed to figure out my plot. I had to go through and draft these long and incredibly detailed notes and uh, come up with these complicated plots and then sort of fit characters like puzzle pieces into it. And I think when you spend a lot of time reading really powerful fiction and when you start really working in it, you discover there's a very simple truth, which is that plot is what your characters do. You start with characters and then you build forward from there. They are the foundation. That's where great stories start, is with great characters. It's an interesting point, because we do, right? I know so many aspiring film writers, so many aspiring storytellers in, in various fashions, novelists and playwrights and all, who spend all their time hammering out the details of their plot, but very little hammering out the details of their characters. Well, what do we end up with? Well... It's pretty simple, actually. We end up with very flat kind of stock characters. We don't end up with, with really dynamic action or with anything that we could confuse for that. We end up with just these really very, I don't know, almost like caricatures of people we know, right? What do we say in the first one? Characters have to be dynamic and fully developed, right? But we don't do that. We, we worry about our plot, and then our characters become the thing we fit into our plot, right? But I want you to take a step back in, in your life for a minute. Now, I don't know how many of you, what, what toys you played with in your kids or whatnot, or what games you created. But I think there's a universal thing with children and, and the games they did play and they did create, and, and how we craft story that kind of helps me prove this point here. When I was a kid with action figures, I very rarely sat down and thought, okay, Matt, I want to tell a story of discovery. Um, I want this story to involve the forces of good and evil and the discovery of one of the guys on the good guy side. The good guys, um, um, you know, there's going to be one guy and his journey will be this, right? You see where I'm going here? No, I, I grabbed He-Man and, and Luke Skywalker and, and Duke from G.I. Joe, and they had a team up. And then we kind of figured out the plot as it went along, because there were certain things that were going to happen, right? He-Man was going to use the power sword, and Luke was going to use the force. Like, we knew certain stuff was going to happen, because we know who those characters are, and I did when I was a child. It's the same thing if you ran out and you decided, okay, we're going to play cops and robbers. Well, you decided who were going to be the cops and robbers before you figured out the story. The story happened after you discovered who the cops and robbers were. It's an interesting point because we spend so much of our time so focused on who did what and when and where and how, you know, I got to get this, I got to get this plot together, right? Because that's the story. That's what we think the story is. So as we keep going with this, the reason I'm taking this time in, in our, in our wrap up of character is because I think it's important that you know your goal in defining characters ultimately is going to be to have those characters start doing actions on their own. And let me go ahead and spoil the surprise. It's astoundingly creepy when they do. 
It is. It's remarkably crazy the first time you create a character and you flesh them out fully enough that they start telling you where the story's going instead of you telling them. But I promise you it's going to happen. If you really take the time to craft that character, to make that character something more than just, you know, a thing to make the plot happen, but you make them a fully realized person, a, a being that has emotions and needs and wants and all that stuff, I promise you, you're, you're going to find a plot that emerges because you can't put people in a room together without something happening. I mean, think about it. Can you really, like, like, think about family gatherings and everything else? Something always goes down. There's always a story from something. You may think it's boring. It may be. But there's always a story, right? There's always saying that happened to grandma or grandpa or Uncle Ned or whoever. Because you can't put people, real honest-to-God people, in a room without stuff going down. You can't. I don't, I don't care how hard you try. And, and that's the same thing with your characters. We want to go to that magic moment where your characters start coming to life on their own. Now, in my case, like I'm working on a novel and I've changed that novel idea fairly substantially because one night, and, and this happened really recently, within the past month, I'm sitting in my in, at my desk one night, right, cup of tea, just kind of thinking about some stuff. Uh, Rush had died. Rush's drummer, Neil Pert had died. So I was kind of perusing 70s music. I don't know that that's really pertinent to it, but let's just try to recreate the whole thing. So I'm listening to my Spotify playlist and, and a specific song comes up and, and I suddenly in my head have an image of my main character. Different than what I thought he was. Just not not completely, still basically the same, but just a little bit of addition that I didn't put there. A little different flair, a little different way of walking. And he's doing something different. And, and now my entire novel plot has shifted. And I love it. I've bounced it off some people. I, I, I think it's a stronger plot. A lot of people agree with me. So that's where we're going. It's definitely the story. I didn't sit down and go, all right, let's take a look at the plot. Let's run the plot through. No, no, no. The plot changed because the character who is the main character of the story, right? Because the main character drives the plot. That changed because the character became a fully living person. And suddenly things I thought the character would do became things he wouldn't do. Right? Suddenly he became a different kind of person. Not necessarily different. He just always became the person he was always going to be in that story. And now things have shifted. It's an, it's an awesome feeling. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's really cool after it happens a while. But the first time, it'll probably freak you out. But in order for that to go down, you have to start realizing. You have to make that disconnect in your head and understand. Before you build plot, you build character. Like, you have to. You have to let that happen. It has to go down in that order. If you're trying to build a plot before character, it is going to get messy. Or your characters are going to fall flat. This is when we start seeing those little devices, right? Devices that we affectionately refer to as like plot armor, right? Because I need a character to make it to the end of a story for the plot to happen the way that I want it to happen. But the character is in danger. And I can't have that character have anything happen to them because I've already determined the plot prior to the character. So the character magically is protected. 
This is what we call plot armor. You see it all the time in your shows, right? You do. You see it all the time, right? Game of Thrones has a few characters, to throw out an example, that have amazing plot armor on them. They should have died seven or eight times over, but they won't. Now, again, I know this is a show and a book series there, and loves, oh, he kills all these characters, right? But take a minute and think about your main principles and think about the main principles that are super protected, not for any reason of their own. But because, man, it, it, if, they're, if they're not there, we can't have the finale. Plot armor, right? It's where you start seeing the hand of the writer creep in. And the writer starts moving characters or shifting things along. And it doesn't quite make sense. And we've all read a book or seen a movie or a television show or something like that where it doesn't quite add up. Something feels off. It's because we didn't let the characters drive the, drive the truck. Right? We had to drive the truck. The characters were just along for the ride. I'm telling you, it's backwards. It really is. Create great characters and your plot will follow. Anytime I think of a piece of literature or, or, or some kind of work of television or film that I didn't like, it's usually, if I get back into its creative process, I almost always find out that the plot was the big thing and then we filled characters in to make the plot happen. You just can't do it. I mean, maybe you can. Again, this is this is all opinion, right? So I mean, if you think you can make it work, then great. I, I don't think it works that way. And I can tell you that because I did this, right? I did. I, I wrote a play. Like, my first big success was a play I wrote in college. And, and it got on the main stage at the university, and it was fine. But I started this play with the plot. Like, the plot was very much the thing. Like, I could tell you exactly what happened in what scenes and yada, yada, yada. And it worked in its way. But looking back on it, man, it could have been better. And you know why it could have been better? Because I didn't have characters fleshed out. I had characters there. I literally had characters who jo whose job it was was to be victims of crimes perpetrated by my main characters. Nothing else. They were just there to be victims. That's a terrible thing to write, by the way. Like, it just is. Like, it's, it's really cheap. It's also what, like, a 19-year-old writes, which is what I was. No, but as you get older, you start to acknowledge, like, man, I mean, that was a pretty good piece, but dang, I really didn't write character at all. Shit, I just wrote a bunch of plot. I mean, I had a couple characters that were pretty well-developed. There were a couple that were good. There were a lot that were really thin. I, I mean, like, tissue paper thin, right? Like, a stiff breeze would have blown right through them. That's why I'm telling you this, right? Nothing I talk to you all about in this class, in this little online podcast experiment and teaching, nothing I talk to you all about is stuff that I haven't done before, right? I've done all this before. I've made every single error I'm talking to you about. I've done it. Right, I didn't come out of writing school going, ah, oh, yes, I'm the perfect writer. Behold, who wants to touch me? I said, who wants to touch me? I'm kidding. The, the, the point is, like, I came out of writing school and I made the same screw-ups. I made screw-ups in writing school. I made screw-ups out of writing school, right? I wrote characters that were literally just there for these overly complex plots that I did. I created thousands of them because I could have as many as I want. I don't need to focus. They don't need to be fully formed. Right, I did things to get kind of applause and to move forward and, and to have the thing. And frankly, it is often, I'm going to go ahead and call you out on it right now. 
one of the major reasons we do this is because it is easier. Hear me out. It is easier to draft a plot than to try to create a fully formed being in our minds. 100%. It is 100% easier to be like, okay, chapter one, Bill goes to the store. Chapter two, while Bill's at the store, the milk spills, right? Like it is 100% that way. That's so easy, right? Just keep giving Bill things to do throughout the day and then Bill just does them because you're telling Bill to do them. But to take the time and to realize who Bill was as a human being and try to understand this character you're creating, that is tough. It's also what makes really memorable characters, but it's hard. It takes time. It takes thought. It's not easy. It's not immediately gratifying. It really does slow your progress down and it kind of drives you a little nuts. And I get it. You may not want to because that's not the fun part. The fun part is having your story ready so you can show it to your friends and family. But I'm telling you, the great characters were all developed and probably did more to drive the plot than the writer did. True facts. Hey, think about it. Picture your most memorable character in a book you've read. The one you love the most, right? How do you, why are, why are they so fulfilled out, right? Why are they there? Well, because you can imagine them going and doing stuff beyond the book, right? You can think about them having a life outside of the book because they're vibrant. They're created to be that way. Enough said, right? They were developed. When you put a plot out and you constrain the characters by the plot, you're going to limit them. When you build full-fledged characters, they're going to show you their plot. They're going to take action. And the reason we're talking about this now is because next week we're going to dive into plot. That's right. Next week we're going to dive into plot. And then hopefully I'm going to record two episodes for y'all because the week after that I turn 40 and I'm not doing an episode. So with any luck, I'll record two of these next week and you'll have an episode that week that I'm not here. Uh, but... You know, we'll see what happens. But that's that's the idea, right? I, as we go into plot, I want you to make sure don't slack on your characters. Don't. Take the time. Build characters. Build fully-fledged human beings. Build these beings in your head. Give them rules. Give them animus. Give them wants, needs, desires, all that good stuff. And let them go. And watch. It's going to change your story idea. I don't think any time I've ever really worked on character, it hasn't changed the underlying story idea in a really big way. A really, really big way. So, uh, because I like to end all of these, and this will be a little early, so, you know, whatever. There, there aren't a whole lot of points to be made here. It's a pretty basic idea. Since this is towards the end of these, uh, of, of this, and we always have some kind of actionable item, right? I give you an action item. Something you can take action on. What do you want? It's late. I'm being an ass. Um... <laughs> No, I want to give you something to do. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to find a quiet place, right? That doesn't mean it has to stay quiet. Feel free to play music or whatever. But I want you to sit down there and I want you to picture the main character in the story you're working on. Right? Let them come into your head. Like, really. Don't, don't try to give them stuff. Just let them kind of be. Let them come into your head. Then I want you to take all the time in the world that you need. And write out a conversation with your character. Between you and your character. I want you to get to know them. I want you to meet them. I want you to have a conversation with them. What do they want? What do they need? What do they desire? Why the hell are they here? 
Why the hell is the story happening? All that. I want you to talk to him. Talk to him and take that time. I'm telling you, you're going to be amazed what you're going to learn. When you take that time to let and, and let yourself be surprised by answers. If, if that character comes back with an answer that you're like, I didn't put that there. Excellent. You're there. That's that magic moment. That's it. That's when that character has legs and they'll walk through and make a plot. So take the time. Go over that. We've talked about, you know, building characters. And also you should have some stuff. But now take some time with your main character. Sit down. Have a chat. Get to know him or her or it. Take the time. Get to know them. Have the conversation. Now, we've gone through three lessons on character. Hopefully you're keeping up with me. If not, take your time. This isn't a race. If you just want to hear me talk and then go back and re-listen and try to do it again, by all means. Next week, we're going to start talking about plot and uh, what that actually means. So, in the meantime and in between time, take the moment and talk to your character. Get to know him. See what happens. And if you get that way with your main character and you're feeling the rush, go ahead and get that way with the next character and the next and the next. Get, get it so they're all that way. Have them all moving on their own and then watch this amazing thing called crafting a story happen. It's really incredible. All right. Quit listening to me. Go. You got things to do. You got work. You got stuff to write. I've got writing to do. Go take care of that. I will see you all next week with our next lesson on plot. But up till then, go get to know your character. Character, character, character. I'll talk to you later.